Last time on the New Noise Podcast. Do you think Max and Tina are having fun? Oh, is that what this is about? I just worry that we're taking our eyes off the prize here. Ah, Hunter, forever mired in ennui. The guy needed a little shock to the system, wouldn't you say? Punk show, dude? Ah, a punk show. I could mosh. Well, normally, a quick little jostle in the pit would be just what the doctor prescribed for such an acute case of submersion in the proverbial dumps. Hunter's anxieties instead further deepened after Joanne steps away to take a phone call. Oh shit, sorry, it's Jay. I gotta scoop this up. Remember Jay? The borderline insufferable musical success story Joanne went to high school with? Would it really be so bad getting this Jay guy on board? Yes, dude! He's the epitome of everything we stand against! Meanwhile, across town, while out on their date, Max discovers a closely guarded secret of Tina's. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna kick tonight's open mic night off with a fan favorite. Oh. God. You didn't tell me this was an open mic thing. It's not supposed to be. Tina Tequila. Oh. Is that you? After some soft cajoling, Tina agreed to give the people what they want, but on one condition. But if I'm going up, you're coming up with me. Which led to... There's nothing like the last year. So much better than it was back then. That's some serious chemistry right there. Hope nothing fucks that up. Please don't make me laugh, Gorgonzola boy. It's just, it's gonna make what I have to say that much harder. Oh. Yikes, doesn't sound too good. What do you think she told him? Hello? Ah, me? Yeah, who else would I be talking to? I thought you were doing a dangle. Well, you're always hopping in, trying to best me in a verbal and or intellectual joust, so I'm opening the gate for you. Oh. I mean, that's nice, sort of. Uh, it's actually kind of an aggressive energy that you're... Well, do you want to be in it, or are it's you just... just that you always tell me to produce the show. Yeah, but now I'm inviting you in for a... Kind of feels like you should pick a lane. Oh, well, God damn it, nothing's ever good enough for you, is it? Why can't you just... Be satisfied. I think you might be projecting. In this week's episode, we rejoin Max and Hunter in the back house as they exercise their feelings with an emotional jam sesh. We'll probably find out what Tina said to Max pretty soon, huh? Yeah, I don't... Probably, yeah. You think it has something to do with the call Joanne took? From Jay? Narratively speaking, that would make sense, yes. Are you all right? I'm exhausted. You exhaust me. Okay, well, I'll just produce... Produce the show, yep. We're gonna change the world! We're gonna change rock and roll!
You think we could go a little more emo? Dark stuff. Jesus what the fuck, man? How Christ, are you even standing hey, there? Whoa, 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 whoa. Language. There's a child present. Yeah, why is that the case? Sir? Who are you? Hi, my name's Five, and I'm Five. Your name is Five, and you are Five. My sister-in-law and her husband are out of town for a week and change, so we're taking care of Five for a bit. They're accountants. Did you get married? Oh yeah, a week ago. It was awesome. Were you planning on telling us? You guys seem like you had your own stuff going on. We did. What do you have going on? Well, Five, let me tell you. Never too soon to indoctrinate the youth, right? Let's work on the phrasing of that, but reluctantly, yes. Five? The world is a blood-sucking corporate machine hell-bent on ironing out any and all freethinkers who refuse to bow down at the immovable altar of capitalism. How do you fight that, you ask? With resistance, with revolution, with a stalwart, steadfast, unshakable dedication to our ideals. Now, you may say, but Hunter, is a resolute personal approach enough to affect any real and lasting change? To which I would reply, of course not, idiot! Which is why this first strategy is most effective when coupled with a galvanizing approach to the rest of society as a whole. You're familiar with society, the sheep that live in the shadow of the corporate giants who quash free expressionism. You with me so far? Well... Of course you are! Because I am crushing this explanation! So now the question becomes, alright, what form does this galvanizing approach take? Well, let's appeal to them, educate them, shine a light on the dark underbelly of society. Sure, that sounds really, really great, but again, what form does that appeal take? Do we shoot off a tweet and hope it catches fire? <laughs> Heavens no! We do not! It's the direct appeal that lights the fire. It's me looking you in the eye saying, aren't you sick of sitting down, whining about the way things could be when you have two perfectly good legs that are capable of rising up? This particular part of the appeal felt a little flat when we played that pro bono show at Amputees Anonymous. And yet, the passion translated. Well... So there you have it, young five. We're off to expand minds, to light fires and bellies, to remind people of their ability, agency, and simple goddamn human right to stand. They got a gig opening for a local leg of a tour. That's really all you had to say, dude. That's cool. What band? Consider the Pegasus. All over the airwaves these days. Oh, yeah, yeah, wait, I know them. They have that song that's like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, we're opening for the openers. Yeah, yeah, it's our friend's band, the Dregs. Yeah. Oh, nice. Who named the band? Tino or Joanne? I think it was sort of a joint effort. You know, kind of an homage to... Our time together? Who knows how long it'll stick, though, knowing them. Opening for the openers? Sounds important. Eh, not really. But, you know, somebody's got to loosen the lid. Somebody's got to loosen the lid! Oh, okay. Well, let me know if you want to play Legos when you get back. I would love to, my young revolutionary. Yeah, cool. I mean, I didn't really understand the revolution stuff, but... Well, what do you know? You're five! I... Am five. You'll see. We're going to use this tour as our platform. We're going to make our pitch to a whole new crop of individuals who've long awaited that call of revolution. Those that have always wanted to stand up and never knew how. We're going to show them just how easy it is.
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just a reminder, as we mentioned, we are passing out literature after the show if anyone's interested. Enough with the fucking revolution! Get off the stage! Are you a Scientologist? I don't understand. All right, uh, thank you. Oh, and uh, <laughs> we almost forgot. Um, get ready for the dregs coming up next. They're very talented and, you know, uh, funny, and they're, uh, yeah, they're just awesome, okay? <laughs> they're very, very fun to be around, and I like them. <laughs> That's it. I'm not, I mean, I don't feel weird saying it. Sure, by some conventional timelines, it might be a little weird to say that I like them as much as I do, but, hey, conventions are made to be broken, right? Got it! Got it! Okay, thanks again! Hey, teen! Oh, hey! Everything okay? Totally, totally. Great set tonight. Yeah, thanks. You guys too. Much preach, much preach. You guys, uh, you switched up satellites and handbags a bit. Yeah, we were jamming with Jay after a show a couple weeks ago, and he figured out a way to make it a little more accessible. Mmm, gotcha, yeah. Changed the name too. Really? Yeah, it's twice loved now. Oh, so just... The chorus? Yeah, Jay was saying it would be easier for people to search it that way. It might get us some more listens. Yeah, sure. I mean, it is worse. What? It's just, it's not as good of a name. But I suppose he has a point. Yeah, he does. <clears throat> so, what's up, dude? The midnight door knock is usually followed by... something... Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, uh, I'm just worried. You're, you're not doing the pitch. What? After you got this gig, you know, before you left, we all agreed it would be such a great opportunity to spread the word about the collective. And now it seems like, well, you're not doing it. Not even mentioning it. Look, Hunter, we talked about it. We even mentioned it to Jay. But you saw what happened out there tonight with you guys? People come to shows to unwind. They're not here to be drafted into a rebellion. Sure, but that's why it's so important to get the word out. So people can realize what they're up against and understand that there's a solution. And that that solution is us. If it still is, in fact, us. Come on, man. Don't do that. We're still with you. I mean, look, when we get done with this tour, who knows how many more fans we'll have. And then once we have their ears, that's the time to bring them aboard. Not before they even know who we are. Can't you just be glad we got you a slot on this leg? If you give me, like, a million oranges as a gift, but all I want is chocolate cake, then that's not a gift. It's an inconvenience along the road towards chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, well, so sorry to inconvenience you with our generosity. Come on, that's not what I meant. We stuck our necks out for you. You don't think that every other band out there, including you, wouldn't have done the exact same thing that we did? We got an opportunity and we took it. You resent us for this perceived betrayal of our once shared vision, but what that resentment fails to take into account is that audiences trump idealism every fucking day of the week. 
Scream into the void all you want. We're screaming too. Maybe not in the way you want, but at least people are hearing us. Tina. I'm going down the hall to get ice. When I get back, I don't want to see you here. Come on, Maxie. Get it together. Simple binary choice, right? C4, Rhesus. D8, Hershey's. C4, combustible, explosive. D8, 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 dates, dates with destiny. It's tough. It's a tough one. Complex or simple, multidimensional or classic. It's tough. It's very tough. Is it tough, though? <gasps> oh, <laughs> Holy shit, God, you you don't sneak up on a man when he's deliberating over snacks. Um, sorry, Cardinal Sin. I assumed I was the only one awake in this whole motel. One can dream, right? Can't sleep? Well, I was planning on it, but now I'm riled. You? You know, I, I have some neighbors, uh, the couple in the room next to me. That uh, seem nice, seem super nice, but, you know, they're... They're fucking really loudly. They're just, they're fucking really, really loudly, and I'm not entirely sure what to do about it. <laughs> Why don't you just, I don't know, knock on their door and ask them to keep it down? I just don't want to yuck their yum, you know? Well, you're quite the fuck volume martyr. Hey, martyrs. <laughs> martyrs? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah. Anyway, uh, candy helps me sleep, so I... So here you are. Yep. You? Ice. Ah, yeah. So, here you are. Yep. So, here we are. Yep. We are here. You are actually kind of in the way oh. of... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's just only one ice access point. That's so true. Let me ask you something. Fire away. What is the deal with your bandmate? He's being a fucking dick. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry about that. It's no excuse, but he seems like he's been in a perpetual state of losing it for the last couple months, and yet he never seems to run out of it to lose. It would be admirable if it wasn't so exhausting. Yeah. Makes you wonder how exhausted you can really get before it becomes untenable. Never really thought about it like that. I think you have. I just think you're scared to admit to yourself that you have. Anyway, I'm gonna hey, go. Hey, can to... I? Do you think I could see you? You know, for more than four weird minutes by the ice machine. Max. I know. I, I know what we said when you left a few weeks ago, but I mean, we're here now. Would it be that bad I if don't we... know, but I can't risk that it might be that bad, I mean. I just... I don't want to regret the decision to go on this tour. Even for a moment. I'm sick of regrets. Fair enough, yeah. You should get the Hershey's. Yeah, sure. Keep it simple. Good night, Max. Good night. I...
Just in time to help me Tetris this gear in here. Knew we should have gotten the 10 foot van. Yeah, no, totally. I'll get right on that, but first you gotta help me out. Tina still isn't talking to me after last night. Yeah, she's pretty pissed, dude. Is she here? Smoking. She'll be back soon, though. But if I were you, I'd try not to be here when she gets back. I just wish I could get a chance to explain to her. You see, it's a real rock in a hard place situation I find myself in. The rock being doing what's right for the movement. And the hard place being... You behaving like a decent human being? I was gonna say developing an unslakeable hankering for steak frites, but... Oh, man. With a little peppercorn sauce on there? The apois is key. Yeah, add a little umami into the... Wait, fuck you. I'm mad at you. Don't distract me with the thought of au jus. Come on, don't you get where I'm coming from? Sure, kinda. But she has every right to be pissed at you. Okay, well, what do you want me to do? A laundry list of things. Stop freaking out. Quit pushing her on the pitches. Enjoy the magic of the tour for one fucking moment without obsessing over your divine mission. Just take the foot off the gas for a beat. I can't. Why the fuck not? Because everybody leaves. You know, whenever they get the chance, 
Not right away, but eventually. They leave. Do you think we're gonna leave? I mean, we vouched for you to come with us here for these shows. I know. And I wish I could take the time to properly thank you. Not even that. I wish I could probably convey what your generosity means to me, to us. But I just can't shake the feeling that I have a window here. And it feels like it's closing. And that inevitable end to this chapter seems to be taking precedent over everything else. Have you ever thought that maybe you're the one closing it? When you lean on something, it tends to close. Why not just let the breeze pass through when the weather is right? I'm just scared that when I finally feel that breeze, it'll be coming through the window of a house I built myself. Alone. Well then, I think you need to accept that there's more than one way to build it. This is going to be our last one. Thanks for everything tonight. Can I get a gin and tonic, please? Hey, uh, martyrs? Yeah. 
Oh, sick, dude. You guys were you were fucking rad. Oh, thank you, dude. <laughs> yeah, are you um where do I where do I go? Are you like on the internet or uh, no. Uh we're actually eschewing traditional means of music distribution in an attempt to save rock and roll from falling into obscurity and becoming a musical footnote swallowed up by the tidal wave of more overtly marketable genres. But if you want a pamphlet that details our mission statement, I would be happy to provide. So, like Spotify or... No. iTunes? Nope. SoundCloud? No, actually. Amazon Music? Negative. Bandcamp? I don't think so yet. So Google Play? No, definitely not. Deezer? What's Deezer? Deezer, it's like it's like Weezer with a D and there's music. Nope. Okay. I might have like a, a USB in the van. I can go and get it for you. It's like a personal one, but it, I think I'll just give it to you and just, you know, there's some personal stuff on there, but just look for the music files and uh, just don't look at the file that says regular stuff. Oh. Okay, because that it's it's not full of regular stuff. It's not. It's irregular. You know, you can. I'm o. I'm o. I'm okay. Good. I'm uh. Okay. I'm all right on that. <laughs> Just um. Word of advice: if you're open to it, I'm open. Maybe get a fucking website or something, and you know, while you're at it. Don't mix metaphors. You know, tidal waves don't swallow up footnotes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sound advice all around. Thanks. It's embarrassing. I know. Those pamphlets are flying off the proverbial shelves, aren't they? Oh, hey! Yeah, they're in high demand these days. Mostly for spitting your gum into, but hey... Gum's gotta go somewhere. All those litter bugs. Just be a boss and swallow your gum. Ew. You swallow your gum? All the time. Doesn't it stay in your system for seven years? Dude, are you serious? The seven years thing is the biggest myth of all time. Just because the enzymes in your stomach can't digest gum doesn't mean you don't pass it. But how bad is it for you to be constantly passing undigested gum? I don't know. I never got that far in the textbooks. And here I thought you were a scientist. Not anymore, I guess. Well, now that you've turned your back on science, how about a cigarette? I don't know, Max. Come on, one cigarette. Seven minutes. What can change in seven minutes? Okay, but then, back to our lives. Remember our deal. Unlike Howie Mandel, I never go back on a deal. It's just like, pick a lane, Howie, you know? Is there gonna be a deal or isn't there? Oh, it's very unfair to you, isn't it? I just want some clarity on the situation. (laughs) Thank you. So, is it the binary choice that bothers you? Like, how do you feel about truth or dare? Ugh, don't get me started. The game should just be dare. I'd rather play truth. You're crazy. You get taken advantage of too much in truth. Well, maybe I'm just an open book. (laughs) You're many things, T. So many things. A litany of things. But if you were a book, 
you'd be one of those old-timey diaries <laughs> with a gilded lock on the front with an ornate key that hangs from a hook on your mantle, but it doesn't open anything. It's just there to throw people off. Well, you gotta have a fake key. The real key would be in a safe deposit box in Lancaster. But which Lancaster? And there it is. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I missed this. Do you remember the first time we ever had a cigarette? Sure. It was the first time we met. When you gave me your number. Yes. And assured you, swore up and down that I wasn't hitting on you. <laughs> yeah, I always meant to ask, were you? You know, I don't think so. Hmm. I always wanted to ask you when I said that, you know, that I wasn't hitting on you. Did you believe me? Yeah, I did. Huh. Then I must have meant it. Why do you say that? Because you see past my walls. You always have. Since that very first moment when I told you fire was the opposite of water, and you told me I was wrong. Well, because you were. Fire and water are two separate elements. One of them is not the opposite. I'm sorry. No, I... don't apologize. Max, we can't. I'm going to say something to you here, and... I think you should just look at me when I do. Because if you knew what I meant way back then, you'll sure as shit know that I mean what I'm saying now. Time is weird. People tell you to take your time making decisions, right? They say not to rush into things, to not be rash, to study the pros and cons, to deliberate. And I always thought that was sound advice. I think that's because I was never this sure of anything before. I think we should be together. And I know you're on the tour and I'm in LA and we've been on one date. I know all that. And somehow I just can't stack up enough cons to outweigh the one pro. And I think that you should say things now. I wish I could. I just, I have to do this. I have to commit to this. I owe it to eight-year-old Tina who won her first spelling bee after correctly spelling paranoid and immediately afterwards discovered Black Sabbath. I can't let myself get distracted by anything, no matter how much I want it, for her sake. She deserves it. I just, I had to try. I didn't want to have any regrets either. I'm glad you did, honestly, because I feel the same fucking way, which is why it's so hard to say no. You promised me nothing would be hard in seven minutes. <laughs> I said nothing would change in seven minutes, so there you go. Continuing my Washington-esque streak of honesty. Still, it's hard. A hard seven minutes. Felt more like seven years. Well, look at it this way. Might not be easy to digest, but hopefully it'll pass. You coming? I think I might just stay here for a sec. 
For sure, my guy. Hey, you're back. Yeah, dude. And clearly, I should have never left. This is amazing. Yeah, it's a lot of Legos. It's like, I think, conservatively, a billion Legos. Yeah, well, I've accrued a lot of sets over the years. I can see that. And you've clearly done the smart thing and taken all the sets and dumped, dumped them, them all together to make, to make a, a gigantic, gigantic city. city. Yeah, it always kind of felt like the most inclusive move. You're a visionary, my friend. So, what do we have here? Well, this is my society. Your society? Yeah. You've created an entire society. Yeah, it's kind of a work in progress, but it is what it is. I call it Five Society. It's not very creative, but there's an assonance to the name that I quite enjoy. Sure. Anyway, this is Spooky Town. Of course. Spooky Town is where all the skeletons and ghost Legos are from, but <laughs> they have travel visas, so don't worry, it's not exclusionary. Oh, didn't think it was. Yeah. And that's the Spooky Town Consulate. And here's the ambassador, former Spooky Town Senator, Kamala Scaris. That's some pretty high-level political wordplay for a five-year-old. And this is Fart Town. <laughs> Fart Town. Yes, I love it. Fart Town. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because, like, obviously it's farts. But, you know, like... My people need a place to go fart, but I'm also trying to figure out if there's a way to, like, use the farts as, like, a renewable energy source, you know, so it's, like, fart planes and fart cars. Flying over fart town and yeah. driving through fart town. Yeah, like, fight fart fire trucks and, like, fart ambulances and, like, fart bicycles. I love the amount of infrastructure in fart town. Yeah, it's funny stuff, but also very serious. Fart Town. Classic. Yeah. And this is Music Town. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Music Town is new. Really? Well, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, that's you. That right there? That's me? Yeah. And that guy over there is Max. Wow. Five. That's... I mean... Yeah, you're teaching all these people here about music, about rock and roll, and how they can save it. Wow, really? All of those people? Yeah. Are they listening? Well, they're a little confused at first, but they like you. They like me? Yeah. <sighs> it's hard work building a society out of nothing. She got that right. But... It's worth it. That's why I just take it one piece at a time. Anyway, how was your show? Did you accomplish everything you needed to do? Not, not exactly. It's a lot of moving pieces. Hmm. Sounds like a lot of work. It is. But worth it still. Right? Right. You know, Five, you're... You're wise beyond your years. I get that a lot. Anyway, you're back now, so I'll pack all this up. But you work so hard. Eh, it's okay. Sometimes it's just as fun to start fresh and build something new, you know? You know what? Leave it. Really? Yeah. Matter of fact, keep going. Can't wait to see what new towns you've made when we get back. 
I thought you were back. Oh, five. We've only just begun. You didn't move, man. Can't. Once I go back in there, feels like it's kind of... Over. Yeah. Then let's not. I've got a better idea. Let's rock and roll. California is a dead horse. Beaten up by all the discord. Why would anybody come here? Now she's nothing but. Thank you for listening to episode 5 of the New Noise Podcast. Hunter, played by Hunter Porter. Julio, played by Julio Macias. Max, played by Maxwell Hamilton. Five, played by Sarah Mitchell. Tina, played by Carson Fagerbaki. Joanne, played by Kayla Murray. Produced by Hunter Porter. Written and directed by Joey Bertolini. Sound production by Robert Nagelhaupt. Editing assistance by Joey Lewick. If you like the episode, please rate, subscribe, and review to continue to support independent podcasting. If you didn't like the episode, please leave a review anyway, and then feel bad that you lied. (laughs) If you'd like to further support independent podcasting, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash wearenewnoise. Come here.